0: Yo, yo, yo! What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to, yet again, another fantastic indie creator interview. It is your Caped Crusader, Cody, and we are Keeping It Geekly with Aaron Jordan of Wolfsbane Comics. Welcome to the stream. How are you doing, man?
1: Oh, I'm doing great, Cody. Uh true. I love being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Uh, real honor, man. Real honor.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I've been checking out the book, and it, it looks awesome, and I really can't not wait to dive into this. But first... Let's start breaking down who you are exactly and kind of just a little bit of your experience breaking into the indie comic scene.
1: I bet. So first of all, um, I'm a comic creator from New Jersey. Yes, I know. that that, that state. <laughs> but yeah, uh, honestly, um, all I can really say is like, dude, I've loved comics since I was a little kid. I used to grow up watching Spider-Man, Spider-Man 2, favorite favorite movie of all time. Um, read the comics as a little kid um, My uncle used to actually collect these um, The Amazing Fantasy um, The first one And then the early 60's spider Mans, uh, later throughout mm-hmm. So I was just reading all that And I, honestly I didn't really get in Like get he- professionally in the comics Until I was about what In my What at, Early adolescence So this is just a new journey for me, and I'm loving it right now.
0: So, you said you kind of, like, started uh, creating them about 12 years ago, uh, but it had uh, some trials and tribulations along the way, uh, correct?
1: Oh, yeah. um, there's, well, me actually starting to make comics, I actually um, did little fan and, um, fan ones, what, back in, what, high school? No. it was... M- earlier than that i'd say middle school but i used to do little stick stick figure doodles and everything
0: (laughs) (laughs) well what was uh the doodles like uh what was it anything like werewolves
1: oh oh no no um believe it or not i actually got more into like uh comedy sketches okay so if um am i allowed to cuss on the show
0: yeah you can cuss you can cuss feel free
1: okay uh thank god but not um (laughs) It's kind of similar to um, that YouTube show Dick Figures if you ever saw that. Mm-hmm. It's just a whole bunch of rackness going on. I created my own character. So,
0: have you ever oh, what's it called? Uh, new uh, Newgrounds or whatever? I think they do I the. Love uh, it's like uh, they do like the uh, Disturbed song is like the Super Beast uh, Stick Figure Dude, and he kills all of them. Like they go around killing each other in the most craziest way possible. Madness. I can't remember, but this was years ago. I'm dating myself here. This was probably like 15 years ago, at least.
1: How did the stick figures look? Did they have arms? Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. So uh, they, they were like a different colors, like blue and green. And I just remember the, the, the Super Beast one had like white hair. And he would just like jump on the scene and just start tearing them apart. Um, but they always had the, these like funny animations and games where like you would just like go through and like just kill each other. It was insane.
1: See, I don't think I saw that one, but... Mat- the Madness series is a big part of that, um, big big part of the industry. So, yeah, i will probably start.
0: <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> what what drove you into creating uh, Wolf's Spain? What's it about? Uh, it's a it's a really interesting uh, book. It looks like I haven't had a chance to really dive into it, but the art I've seen just looks gorgeous and like really graphic. And I think that's like what draws me to the most. I really love like the gore in it.
1: Uh, thank you. Uh, my um, The artist, Thomas Muddle. he's really good at putting that image on the page and making it pop. Mm-hmm. So, Wolfsbane itself, um, it has um, a few things, but the most important one is basically, well, the most important premise is, what if, oh, hey, Loki, hold up. <laughs> what if being a werewolf wasn't the worst thing to happen in your life okay so yeah so basically the main character well one of the main characters is the t- um, the titular werewolf mm-hmm. and he he's just your average guy he's he's uh, trying to live his life but he has certain things that happened to him in his life that he really doesn't want to deal with and it's Something that plays a part of it's something that plays a part of his life to this day, and being a werewolf is just the icing on the cake.
0: So, and, uh, what are yeah. what are what are some of the things that are uh, worse than being a werewolf? What can we expect? You know, give us some examples. Give us the juice.
1: Uh, shoot! Well, um, you got your um, your family issues going on. You got um, not only are you a werewolf. You have to deal with all the stuff that goes on with being a werewolf, a.k.a. let's say you act, you accidentally killed somebody and mm-hmm. now you're on the run. <laughs>
0: you
1: you got to watch yourself a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. So, but, um, yeah. what? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I was going to say, but there's other things that are going on in the story. It's kind of like, um, subclocks. You have, mm-hmm. uh, the, the whole detective aspect. We switch over to those guys they they have their own things that they're dealing with and they have to do that and try to solve cases along the way that tie into the whole um werewolf um whole aspect
0: okay all right no i got you so what drove you to uh werewolves though i mean like out of any uh, any genre you could have gone uh you know what was uh, your your in- you know your inspiration for going down the werewolf path for like your first official book
1: honestly I just love werewolves. I'm not gonna lie. Like <laughs> the whole aspect of being a, a werewolf and having this kind of beast that's inside you that you have to tame and maintain—it's—it's it's a pretty—it's led to some pretty interesting stories. There was this one werewolf movie I saw called How. It, it was—it it was kind of generic. It's like all these passengers get stuck on this um, on this train. And they have to fend off a werewolf attack, but that would suck though. It, it it would, but the things <laughs> that they do, especially what they do to that werewolf, oh shoot, you guys gotta watch
0: that. See, if, I mean, just being stuck in like an in enclosed space would be like the the. I mean, I mean, open would be just as bad though, right? Because I mean, they would be able to just gain speed. Like I don't. What would be the most ideal situation to be stuck near a werewolf in your mind? If you had a, if you had to take a swing at it, uh,
1: the most ideal spot. Um. Honestly, I think werewolves have a good sense of smell. Good sense of smell, and their that their senses are really good. So you want to be somewhere that has a lot of good sense that could mm-hmm. confuse them. So me, probably a meat factory.
0: That is pretty genius. I would say I don't know. Are they able to swim? That's the big question.
1: That that is a good question.
0: Cause it put me near like a body of water where I could swim to like an island or maybe like just float on some wood and I'll be good. You know what are they gonna do?
1: So, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> uh, what
0: like, uh, give us a, give us a short breakdown of uh, Wolf's you know what Wolfbane one like what happens in it uh, leading up to issue two? Just kind of some breakdowns without really spoiling it too much for anyone that wants to buy the issue at a later date.
1: Okay, gotcha. So in Wolfbane one, we follow the story. Uh, we follow the um, characters of Jack Mulligan and um, Brian McKenzie. They're two detectives who were um, sent over to solve a murder case. And in the murder case um, the the victim is actually um, the father of a young girl um, who is going to be an important character later on called Morgan Whitley. Mm -hmm. And Pretty much as they're going, as um Jack is trying to find answers, you get to figure out what um more of what happened in the case, and then shit goes down and there's a (laughs) werewolf attack and they have to once they have to fend for their lives. And at the end of the book, it comes to a a kind of twist that I try to implement into my stories where it not only Gives you a big shock factor, but it mm-hmm. it tries to bring you into the next part of the book.
0: Okay, so we I have mean, a major. Uh... Oh, go ahead. Oh, that's like my I favorite. Lose. Like when, when we're both like too too nice and it's like no, go ahead. Please go ahead. Uh, no, you. So we have a mage universe over on YouTube saying I'm a bit, tad bit late. Looking forward to another interview though. Welcome to uh, welcome to the stream, Mage. How are you doing? We have a uh, Elena over on Twitch saying werewolves are cool as shit and yeah. mage once again saying i was thinking sewer but a body of water may be even better sewer would probably That's be a good, good one you know uh because i would imagine the smell would really throw off their scent but i would you would still be kind of like in that enclosed like space right like um especially then you would be at a disadvantage if they catch you you're sloshing through the water while they're probably just you know gaining up on you um, the mass? <laughs> Man and uh my, my boys on uh my boys over on uh, We Have Issues. Uh they do an interesting podcast. They were recently talking about nipples, werewolf nipples. That was a big thing.
1: <laughs> oh dude, I, I love we have issues,
0: man. <laughs> Ooh, we have my beautiful girlfriend over on uh Twitch as well stopping in to say hi. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate when she supports. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so Wolf Bane issue two. Uh such an awesome name to you. in sheep's clothing part two. Of six. Uh, so let's let's break that down a little bit. Uh, you know, what can we expect in issue two? And then kind of like, where are we looking at for a six-issue run? Uh, and then let's dive into the website.
1: Okay, got you. So for <laughs> issue two, the main thing that I wanted to focus on is getting to know the characters and the motivations more. So issue one hooks you in with this, this um, mystery case and this... Enticing drama, but, um, enticing action. Issue two goes into okay. Now we, now that we know who the players in the game are, we need to figure out who they are. I mean, more of who they are and what um the problems are. And in issues three through six, we lead up to um, well, issue two we reveal a a new player in the game. He's like a uh, a new monster. Ooh. And everything ties down I'm um, boil everything boils down to an intense fight that oddly enough has not been done on screen or in fiction or in mainstream fiction yet.
0: Okay. So So this is a pretty unique uh, character. Is there any like any sort of like details you can give us or anything yeah. you might be able to drop uh, without like digging um, in too deep?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely, I think like the main um thing with the monster is that it's it's not really meant to be this. Um, it's not really meant to be a surprise. It's more like the cool factor. So I was thinking of having the Wolfman fight of um, a sort of rendition or variant of the creature from the Black Lagoon. But I'm gonna Ooh, put my own spin on that it.
0: That is so cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. So why, why, why that creature? Uh, Let's, you know, start breaking things down even more. Is that something that just kind of always caught your eye or, you know, what drove you to kind of go that route? And uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been done before. That is a pretty unique thing.
1: Exactly. Well, I I did that because the main, like one of the main things of of the book is pretty much um, dealing with your inner, your inner struggles and finding a way to cope with the experiences that you've had in your life to make mm-hmm. your situation better and I think that both the, the aspects of the werewolf and the creature from the Black Lagoon if you watch the movie it's, it's all about um, the, the pain and suffering that these monsters have been through if you look at it from their standpoint. You got the wolfman, he's cursed to be this thing that goes on these animalistic um, hunts but then mm-hmm. you also have the creature who is this, this um, aspect of nature that isn't really understood by humans. And it's, to it, it's just living an ordinary life. And it, it sometimes poses a threat to us.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it probably just doesn't even me mess with it. It's like, leave me alone. I'm just trying to chill.
1: Exactly. But this one, oh, no, no, no. He, he just needs <laughs> to eat, <laughs> he's hungry.
0: So, after issue six, any plans for Wolfspain uh, at all, or is that is at the end? You're going to be done with it and moving on to something else?
1: Oh no! So, um, Ish, um, In Sheep's Clothing is the first, um, is actually the first volume of the series. I have a couple more volumes planned, up to, um, I'd say at least five or six, and possibly more. Depending on if I can think of anything
0: else, is that is that uh, six books like per per you know uh, one?
1: Oh, you mean like um,
0: like so if you do you, if you do six, uh, that's like thirty six all together. Thirty
1: six, um, I think, right? Possibly. Um, yes. It, it honestly depends on my writing process. Um, I gotcha. I yeah, I determined that um, volume one could be told in six issues. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how um, volume two turns out it could be more it could be a little bit well, not less because issue two is gonna be more convoluted.
0: <laughs> yeah I gotcha hey so uh with all this build up um, let's go ahead uh let's uh yeah. take a look at the website all right so right here is the trailer let's go ahead and check this out and then uh if you try to talk just to give you a heads up this volume's gonna bleed out over your your talking so we won't be able to we won't be able to hear you if you try to talk during it. Yeah, so that was an awesome, awesome uh, video. So who's your artist and is your artist uh, your colorist as well? I mean, the pencils and the, and the, you know, the coloring is just phenomenal.
1: Uh, no. Well, yeah, thank you. But uh, no, I'm actually working with i um, I'm not gonna include myself, a two-man team right now. So you got, um on the inks, you got, well, yeah, you got the art, you got um Thomas Muzzle, 30-year veteran, really good. Um, he, he just knows how to do great stuff with the horror and noir genre. And then you got the colorist, um, Alexander Kutri. He's also good at... He's the one that suggested I do a sort of painted style. And you can see on the backgrounds here. Mm-hmm. And the, the way that he shades the lighting on the characters, it's really good
0: yeah i was gonna say the, the coloring and the pencils were just phenomenal i really really thought they were just gorgeous so what uh what are you most excited about with this campaign you know uh do you have an official date when you're gonna start launching
1: um it's a vague date um i'd say um at the rate things are going now i'm estimating that we're going to be able to launch um within 20 um 2023 mm-hmm if everything goes better than i expected then we're gonna be able to pump that out um a little sooner all
0: right so let's start breaking down a little bit of the website and what we're looking at right here
1: all right gotcha gotcha so right now i'm going to direct you to uh the world of wolfsbane so you get to find um figure out more about these characters
0: and I'm going to be, Hello. this website is in the description for you guys to check out too. But right here, I'm going to be putting it in the chat so everyone can check it out with us. Now, uh, are we able to uh, buy issue one as it stands? I mean, there is a delay, but is that something uh, that you have available to buy?
1: Yeah. So if you guys are fine with um, it being delayed, which I, I totally understand if you aren't. Trust me. Um, right now, I, I I have a policy where I'm trying to. Get, get the books out to the people that got um that one of them first. So, um the people on Kickstarter they're my main priority right now. I need to finish that um campaign out so I can set a good example for myself. But if you guys do want the book, not only can you get it digitally for two dollars, you're able to get the um, the main cover for five. Okay, and then all the other um variants are eight
0: that's not too bad of a price at all yeah that's 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 awesome not so that that's cool that you're able to get the digital as well i mean that that, that avoids the delay correct or exactly. uh, okay yeah yeah
1: yeah and then this one right here you get three different colors you get blue you get green and then you get my well green's my favorite but then you also get purple
0: yeah yeah the purple looks pretty brutal too so that is awesome yeah um and then uh you have uh the uh the pre-launch for uh kickstarter and indiegogo uh did you do both the uh, platforms last time as well
1: oh um i tried doing both platforms um i actually did um indiegogo first but um uh, to my to my uh yeah so basically what I did was I didn't make sure that I had an audience before I launched the book, so that, that one didn't really do too well. But the Kickstarter, I planned uh, uh, some stuff out, and we managed to get a good following going at two thousand.
0: Wow. But
1: yes. Wait, two thousand backers. Very, oh, yeah. No, no, I'm two thousand dollars.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah, but that's still that's still impressive for for like yeah. a first campaign. What was some of the things yeah. you did differently?
1: Um. I was more specific with, with the tears and um, the presentation of the whole thing. I um, I was um, more upfront um of what the book was gonna be um, cause back on Indiegogo, I I'm guessing that they weren't sure whether it was a a, a colored issue or a a black and white comic. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing that fixed a lot um a lot of things. I gotcha. I also had more perks,
0: too. Yeah. Uh, what, were some <coughs> of the, what were some of the perks you added?
1: Oh, um... Actually, now I can um, show you. Give me yeah, one yeah, second.
0: yeah, absolutely. Go ahead. And uh, anyone that's watching, feel free to ask away if you have any questions. Uh, we'll have Aaron, uh, feel free to break them down for you. And my question to anyone is watch, that's watching is, uh, if you were being chased by a werewolf, what would be your biggest way of escaping as well? We're curious to know. All
1: right, so- on top of the stickers that um I gave out, um people who uh, when we got, um reach a certain amount for the stretch goals, people were able to get a miniature version of this.
0: Ooh, that's nice.
1: Yeah. Let me see that if like, I can awesome. pull the thing out. So this is a um an art print. Everyone got here.
0: Hold on one time. second. Let me uh move, uh, remove this. So no we problem. have the camera bigger. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That's cool.
1: Yeah. Everyone got this for a physical item. Everyone. It, it was my way of saying, um, thank you for backing and thank you for, um, putting your trust in me.
0: Mm-hmm. No, that's, that, that's pretty cool. Was that, uh, you said that was a print? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. So did they they have any idea they were going to get that, or was that something you just surprised them with?
1: Oh, it was a surprise, because I'll be honest, I didn't really plan out the campaign all too well. Mm -hmm. So I figured that I needed to give them something to make it worth their while. But this campaign now, I have everything fully planned out. I know what I want, and I know what I want to give. And it's going to be pretty awesome we're gonna do we're gonna do it bigger better, and better
0: so uh we have mage universe asking are there more than just un- uh, werewolves that exist in this universe
1: well yes actually so after um volume one well in volume one um we of course have the fish man but after volume one when we get to like two three four whatever you're gonna discover that there's a whole monster universe based off the classic universal monsters and a okay. few of the um, my favorite horror movies. So you're gonna get people like, uh, let's say, fan Opera, you got uh, Jekyll Hyde, you got a lot of interesting um, variations of that that I think would um, work well in the universe.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, that is really cool. Thank you for that question, by the way, Mage. So you said are you plan on making this uh, bigger and better. And h- I mean, what's your plans on doing that? You know, how are you going to go ahead and achieve that?
1: Well, f- um, uh, first off, um, the most important thing is I want the story to be good. Not only do I want it to be good, I want it to resonate with um, its readers. I want them to get something out of it, whether mm-hmm. it be like the characters, um, they relate to anyone, or whatnot. I just wanted to be a good book, but we all know that some people want um, to have a little um, bang for the buck. So I planned some pretty interesting—what what do you call those—stretch goals and some pretty interesting rewards to go along with the campaign. Um I, I yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna reveal it. So on one of the stretch goals, I'm actually working on an album that people are able to get through add-ons and okay that's um right now we have two of the songs done let's they are go pretty
0: good. They is are it going to be something good. you can listen to while reading or is it something kind of created outside of it
1: oh uh, uh, you can definitely listen to it while reading if you want it. it's based. um it's meant to be an instrumental that's set within the blues rock genre that is so, awesome you, yeah you can just jam out to it do it, do whatever you want to be. You want to play fighting games?
0: Go ahead. Are you a big fighter uh, with games?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm not as good as I used to be, though. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm pretty trash hey, now. Hey,
0: no <laughs> worries. I called you out. Uh, I uh, I do Mario Kart. That's about the most competitive I get. Uh, I'm more nah, of like I a uh, um, what is it? A single player uh, story experience.
1: Yeah, same here. Cause me, I'm either single player or I'm like one v one competitive. Mm-hmm. I can't play with teammates because.
0: I don't know. I, yeah. I can't meet people well. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, 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 lie. I played, uh, what was it? Multiverses, uh, the, uh, Warner Ooh. Brothers, uh, Smash Brothers take. And it was awesome. How was I was got good? invited to the Alpha for it. So, you know, you know, I, you know, I got that little bit of an exclusive look, you know, no big deal. But, uh, okay. anyways, <laughs> uh so I played as Jake the dog and I was, I was badass as, J- as Jake the dog. I just tanked the whole entire time. And, um, what else did I use? I used Jake mostly, but, uh, Finn was pretty good. And um, I really, I was using Batman, but I didn't get enough time with him to really understand his meta. Like, they do have a little bit of a meta going on, too, so it's nice.
1: Nice. I feel that. That's great.
0: All right. So let's go ahead and start breaking down this page as well. What are we looking at here?
1: So right now we have um, the title, of course, the slogan, sometimes being a werewolf is the least of your worries. Mm Mm-hmm. And then it breaks down the story of um, what the book is about. Um, how um, The inspirations of it. And then we go into the engaging characters um, which is... Oh, actually, hold up. Here we go. There we go. Wrong <laughs> page. So we have Jack Mulligan, who's He's pretty much this. Um, he's more of the um, seasoned veteran of the book. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been through a lot of stuff throughout his um, job of being a detective. He's driven by, as most people are, one um, singular event that changed the course of his life, and the way that he acts about it is. He he tries to do his job as good as possible and as much as possible in order to make sure something like that never happens to anyone else again. But unfortunately, if for someone who's so devoted to that, you lose sight of some things along the way, mm-hmm. and that um, can and that can um, have <laughs> some bad things happening for the rest of the people in your life. Yeah, yeah. And then um, Brian McKenzie, he's more of the the wise ass, think guy
0: Gardner.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and pretty much he's sort of like the same side of the coin for Jack Mulligan, his partner. Mm-hmm. Whereas he's devoted to his job, but he acts in a he acts in a slightly different way. He's determined to make sure that um, he does his job well. But it's for different reasons, and it co- sort of plays into who um, Mackenzie is as a person. And in this volume, you get the folk we focus a bit more on Brian to fully understand who he is and his situation, because he's the main one trying to gun for the wolf. He wants that thing dead.
0: <laughs> so, would you say Brian's the protagonist then, or uh, was I don't it? Know.
1: All four of these guys are the protagonists okay. throughout the story. It's just throughout different volumes. Some characters will have more... Um,
0: so different like, perspectives?
1: Exactly. Okay. Different perspectives. All right. And then we have the heart and soul of the book, Morgan Whitley. So Morgan's tale is a tragic one. She's dealt with a lot of pain throughout her life. And we're just catching up to all that now in the book. We will find you'll we'll find out just how damaged um, her circumstances were. Mm-hmm. But as a character, um, I've wanted her to be sort of like, yes, this stuff happened to me, but I can do something um, about it and make a better. Um, I can make a change for the world, and I can. She she's pretty much just trying to. Live, Ah, uh, sorry.
0: You're <laughs> fine, you're fine.
1: Quick.
0: Wow. So, despite, the things
1: that <laughs> <laughs> despite the things that happened to her, she does her best to try to uplift others and do do the be the best person that she can be in that moment.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, she seems like a very powerful uh, ca- character. You know, what was kind of her uh, inspiration, you know? Yeah.
1: I wanted her to be like a. She's a mix between um, a final girl from, like, let's say, Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, all those slashers and whatnot. And a character that I can't quite um, say yet because it's going to spoil a little bit for issue two. Mm-hmm. But you'll definitely find out what's going on with her. And it kind of links in with the werewolf. And um, after that stuff happens, um, in the book they're kind of like this um dynamic duo think like a uh, batman and robin only one's a reluctant um werewolf and the other one's like a teenage girl
0: okay <laughs> okay yeah no that is this is a really cool concept i'm really excited for this so give us the breakdown on the wolf now
1: okay so as um um as the wolf or in the story, um, he's pretty much labeled the Beast of Bancroft, or uh, if you want to abbreviate it, you can call him Bob.
0: <laughs>
1: so, so Bob here, early on in his life, he he had it good. He loved um, being in, he loved being where he was at. But then suddenly some some tragedy strikes, and then he has his happiness taken away from him, and everything shifts and causes him to be isolated from the people that he loves the most. And that outlook on life has caused him to be very cynical and right when he um, figures out that he's a werewolf, things get worse. And it's like, uh, what the hell's going on here? Well, this sucks. (laughs) I'm still dealing with this bullshit. (laughs) So I gotta figure out how to get out of this. So... Throughout the book, um, Bob's discovery, um, Bob's journey is pretty much trying to be at peace with his, um, his situation and trying to make the best out of his situation and getting mm-hmm. himself out of that slump despite um, being so cynical. And it's truly the people that are around him that help him and guide him through that journey.
0: So uh how do werewolves work in this universe?
1: Oh, shoot. Uh I don't wanna spoil anything, but pretty much um you can um the three types of werewolves. Well no no, there are two types of werewolves. You got um natural werewolves, which um learns... no no, yeah no, three types, yeah. You have natural werewolves, hybrids, and then you have artificial werewolves. Okay. We'll meet the um, we'll meet the natural werewolves and the artificial ones later. This one right here, it, he is a, a hybrid. Ooh. So he's his um, he's yeah. I'm just gonna leave it at that.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. That's fine. No, that yeah. Thank you for giving us a breakdown. Uh, so is there? You said there's a preview underneath.
1: Oh yeah, uh, it's pretty much um. Um, oh yeah, yeah, it's people for the book. So here so, we have the cover. go ahead
0: is, uh, is this is, this is issue one? Yes, okay, so uh give us a breakdown of what's happening on this cover. What are we looking at?
1: So Thomas um figured um was the one that suggested this. So we have um Mackenzie and Mulligan staring at each other as they hold a piece of evidence naturally in the crime scene you'd be wearing gloves these guys don't really care much <laughs> so they're doing that all while they're leaning over the victim Morgan's dad and the shadow here is of the werewolf Bob but the shadow not on- only represents Bob it represents the inner wolf that, go, um, that lies dormant within both of them and within pretty much every human, um, if you actually want to theorize, um, philosophize about it.
0: Okay. D- Digging a little bit deeper with that though, what's uh, what's what's the philosophy there? Well, uh, you know, uh, everyone have a little bit of a werewolf inside of them or a wolf.
1: Oh, uh, definitely. Um, so the book actually starts off with a quote from the Wolfman. It's uh, let me uh, actually look it up. Wolf yeah, go ahead, baby. go ahead. Because so, this is a really, really good quote. Uh, even a man who is pure in heart and says his prayers and by night may become may become a wolf when the vein blooms and the autumn moon is bright.
0: Okay. Yeah. Hey, I like that. I like that a lot.
1: Exactly. She has bars, man. I tell you. <laughs>
0: is that what dedicate? Uh, is that what like uh inspiration? Like inspiration for the name then?
1: Oh uh, no. Actually. Actually, yeah, a little bit. So it's that. Um the actual flower of wolfsbane which is pretty poisonous to humans and it's um because it's poisonous it's kind of like um the actions that you put forth um in the world so let's say you're dealing with a slump you can choose to be negative about it and that in turn spits poison out into the world Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and then the, um the way that it's spelled um wolf it's also it deals with um the um it deals with the whole thing of it being an epic or me wanting it to be an epic and one of the best known epics in fiction is Beowulf mm-hmm. and
0: the way they Beowulf, spelled wolf at the end
1: yeah because Beowulf's name means war wolf
0: Mm-hmm. and i thought that was pretty cool i had to add that in <laughs> yeah no that is awesome so uh yeah let's take a look at the pages down below how many uh how many pages of a preview do you offer here i offer uh, five actually. yeah so well, yeah let's break down the pages then so right I, here is uh the page one yes we have page one
1: he's pretty much um going he- here and explaining um it's pretty much um I tried the best way I could to try and get you into the, st- the most exciting incident as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. There was some stuff that I wanted to show earlier, but I, I felt like it needed to happen here. Yeah. So, he's saying Jesus Christ, what happened here, Mackenzie? And he's saying, yo, it's another homicide. He goes over um, who's, who got killed, who's um, who's a witness, and the fact that we don't know anything, but she goes to a high school. And then, at, here's the thing: he's like that means something to you. And he says, "My son goes there. It's a small world." Well. So, yeah, these colors
0: are really gorgeous too. Oh,
1: uh, dude, they are! It's like, um,
0: and your and your artist, the the pencils, was really able to illustrate a lot of the feeling in the faces, like where you didn't even need words for the panels. I th- I think that's that's awesome when they're when they're able to tell the story without the words.
1: Yeah. You're, you're right about that. That's, I, I'm actually pretty lucky to have them on my team, because mm-hmm. I, I don't think the book would have been as good as, without them in it. You know. But.
0: So, so uh, what what's going on here?
1: So basically, he has a puff of his cigarette, um, of his cigar, as he um, walks into the crime scene. Or crime scene. He scopes the area out and he locates Morgan who is a girl who's just been through some shit he, and he um, he approaches her to, um, gently because n- not only is she a witness and he needs to figure out what's going on but she's still a girl. Um, she's yeah, still a little yeah. kid. Like, he, he has to make sure that she's alright. So, but Mulligan here is focused on the mission, so he he has his um edges to him. So he tries to um, ask what's going on. She's being defiant. She doesn't really want to talk to someone that she doesn't know, especially after what happened. And he um tries his best to reason with her, and this um she kind of reminds him of his son, who he pulls out a picture of. And Right now um, This is What his main motivation is His family He wants to make sure that um, He gives other people The chance to have a life that He never really got to With those people
0: And So what happened to his family Uh, Is that something that's been revealed yet Or something that still has yet Okay
1: No That is something that You need to find out And read the book
0: Yeah all right buy the yep. book for as low as five bucks so right there perfect little cliffhanger as well
1: yes definitely five bucks that is i i actually wanted um it to be five dollars because i kind of thought um that hey um comic books are actually pretty expensive now that you think about it you got mm-hmm. all books that you want and they all rank up rack up to like a
0: hundred or so if you total it up. So I just wanted to make the cost as um, affordable as possible. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, is there anything of your website that we have yet uh, to touch base upon or did we pretty much break every part of it down? Let me see, let me go back here. So real quick, let's start touching base uh, before we wrap it up officially. Um, What you said, uh, 2023 you're looking at doing the uh the official launch for this so in the meantime uh what are you going to be doing to kind of build up the hype for this you know what are some of the things that you uh your trials and tribulations you learned from your first like campaign that you're going to do differently for this one
1: okay so first off um as i said before everything's planned out and i'm gonna make sure that every time we uh um some progress happens i w- i'll i'll probably do like a snippet to um showcase um why you should be excited for the book i'll um we can get into probably like a few rewards or whatever i can um drop some hints on that but um while we're waiting honestly yeah I still have to figure that out but um I can drop actually you know yeah I can drop some links to uh the campaign or whatever Yeah uh, Honestly I, I'm gonna have to figure that out I'm not yeah. I'm not gonna lie yeah. Hey
0: you still got some time though That's not a problem
1: exactly. exactly Yeah I
0: didn't mean to I didn't mean to catch you off guard there Sorry about that man I
1: know, All I know is that I have all the rewards figured out It's just mm-hmm. a means of Actually Paying for them And getting to them when I can So far um, I could probably do like um, Once I get enough stuff I'm working on a trailer um, With one of the songs from the album showcased in it.
0: How many uh, songs are you going to have on it?
1: Oh, six. Six?
0: Yeah, that's a good number.
1: Definitely. It's good because each song represents um, one of the characters in the book and the the melodies that you hear it emphasizes um, their part in the story Mm -hmm. and the, the journey that they have to go on. That's when
0: so cool. It is, really yeah, yeah. Hey, that that's so awesome. I appreciate you coming on here and breaking this down. Uh, I'm excited. When you get closer to launching the campaign, we'll have to get you on again to uh, break down the different tiers to go through uh, either the Kickstarter or the Indiegogo. Even both of them at the same time. I don't even mind that. And just go through the different oh, yeah. tiers, break down the different rewards. Um, I'd definitely, I'd love to do that. And then um, I plan on getting issue number one. That'd be cool to go through issue number one with you as well to kind of just break down know what's happening you know what you know your, your just inspirations page by page because it, it truly looks like an awesome book
1: uh thank you yeah i'd love to do that man <clears throat> that'd be great
0: <laughs> yeah awesome so uh real quick before we officially end things as uh as much as i love this being a platform for people to come on and talk about their book and just everything in between uh, I also realize it's a nice little tool for other creators out there. When they watch us, they can, you know, take little nuggets of wisdom uh, back home with them. So, kind of with that in mind, for anyone that's out there that's struggling to get their own idea off the ground and kind of just get started with it, what type of advice would you suggest to them? To kind of help them push through that barrier.
1: Okay, so the advice I'm gonna give you is a double-edged sword, and you have to <laughs> know how to manage. It. You have to know how when. To, um, pull these things out (laughs) of your ass (laughs) it's up to you to stab yourself exactly so the first advice i will give you is don't just wait on it do it Mm -hmm. if you have an idea that you want to get out there plan do that and plan that out the other part is once you do it make sure that you're ready to um showcase it whether that be a, um, a Kickstarter campaign whether that be um, actually having a story make sure it's good because yes it is a passion project for you and it is something that you want to do but if you're looking to actually make money into it you have to make sure that it reads well you have mm-hmm. to make sure that it, it presents itself well because it's like it's like wearing a fine tuck. you don't yeah. want to have mustard stains on it you know <laughs>
0: i i don't think i could put it any uh perfectly uh more than that that was that was awesome aaron i really appreciate you coming on here and breaking things down for everyone that's watching this has been a fantastic tuesday night day frosty we have some interviews lined up tomorrow starting i think bright and early at 11 a.m est and then another one at 1 p.m est wednesday of course it's new comic book day so i try to uh have a, a bunch of things cool lined up so with that being said guys we are going to be wrapping it up Aaron, once again, thank you so much uh, for stopping by, breaking out Wolfsbane and everything in between. Um, Everyone else, have an awesome night, but most importantly, keep it geekly.